0: So that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Let me quickly jump on and explain this episode coming up. I just did the group coaching call and I got huge levels of feedback from it. It's something a little bit different. I've been heavily uh, influenced and introduced spirituality and personal development and business, all those different things, what I thought is I'd couple what I've, what I've learned in my time with uh, behavior patterns and psychotherapy and all those different levels of uh, patterns that we've instilled, uh, especially what I learned from the likes of Tony Robbins and going through those coaching programs. And so if you're someone who has questions around why it is you do what you do around how to create that shift within yourself for its long lasting, uh, this is going to be the episode for you because we ask some key questions in terms of how you instilled these patterns, why you instilled them and then we start to create a model around how you can create that shift. So for example, if you have patterns of thoughts, patterns of of emotions and patterns of behavior, there's a particular reason why. And a particular reason why is because you're meeting some unconscious needs and i go into this into this group coaching call which i'll play in, in a second but the reason why this is so powerful is because it gives you a deeper insight in terms of your patterns well we we've been conditioned to look at our patterns on the surface this is diving in deep all right this is diving in deep if you're used to looking at your patterns on the surface of a water of the water Right? This is actually going in deep into the water and actually discovering why did you behave the way you do on the surface. So one thing I'd love is if you have the position to do so, grab a pen and paper because I'm going to go through a model that has six human needs that's taught by Tony Robbins and that I've used in my coaching life and in my personal life that's created huge shifts. And so if you have a pen and paper, make sure you have that on your you know by your side or within arm's reach. So you can jot down these, these needs and so you can start to write down the key questions that I ask throughout this coaching call uh, so you can revisit them and so that you can start to meditate on them to get some really, really deep answers for yourself. I know you can use this knowledge to create huge shifts in your behavior, in your emotions and in your thoughts. And if you can create that, then there's nothing you can't create in your business, in your personal life, in your health, in your relationships. So it's exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, I can't wait to see the results on the other side. Here's that coaching call. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So this one's going to be a little bit different. I a lot of you know, with I've been getting into a lot of spirituality, obviously with uh, with the works of the Tao Te Ching and doing other other spiritual things, along with my own meditation journey. But a lot of you know my formal training in uh, in Coaching, it comes through a lot of different psychology. And so I thought what we'd do, I'd tap into a lot of content I haven't taught in a while in terms of the forms of what I've learned from the likes of Tony Robbins and all these uh, personal development and business gurus. I thought I'd couple that with a lot of the spirituality that we've been diving in on. So this is... You know it's incorporating personality uh, work along with spirituality with the likes of uh, psychology with the likes of psychotherapy with a lot of the uh, the ways in which we develop patterns um, so I thought we'd start off obviously continue to breathe continue to pay close attention to your body but I love giving people the space to just breathe to just be right here right now be the space of observing Right, And that's really key because what we're going to go into, I'm going to ask uh, some really key questions that help you dive in deep in terms of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that's going to either trigger you or bring some stuff up or deepen your level of awareness. Uh, so there's going to be some deep questions, deep conversation. And so being present during this is really important. It's just a matter of recognizing, remembering who and what you are. It's breathing deep, it's being present, Right, and remembering that all the answers you need are within you and they're in this present moment. So that's really, really key. So just breathe, just tap into your heart. Remember the reason of why you're here. Remember what your heart's pulling you towards. Remember the difference you really want to make in the world. What you're here is your calling. Tap into all of that and remember that while we dive in deep in terms of this content. Because this is, it's it's something I haven't uh, taught in a while, but I'm going to, I'm reintroducing it to, into my content and especially in terms of a lot of, um, in terms of a lot of the coaching that I'm doing. Laura, welcome. We'll have a few more people joining here, but we've got a really cool crew that are able to jump on and join live. That's awesome. So in diving deep on this, a lot of you have learned the a little bit about my content and a little bit about, psychotherapy and how we develop patterns. But I thought what we'd do is I'd, I'd talk a little bit about how we build patterns, why we build patterns, and then we dive in deep in terms of uh, how to create the shifts that you want to see in your, in your life. And I know we all want different, uh, you know, you, you're striving for different results and, and other, other external factors. But this deep inner work is really what leads to that. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the content of how we develop patterns. Then we'll dive in deep in terms of the key questions of how you can start to gain different levels of awareness for what you're experiencing now, and then what you can do to shift. Right, so that's the, the three components um, that you can really start to really start to pay attention to. So, a lot of people who are on now were before uh, were on before. If you have a pen and paper and you want to write some stuff down, um, that'll be really key for this one as well. If any, if you want to write down any uh, any key. Questions that I ask that you want to ask yourself later, or any answers come through you. This is uh, it's important to write them down. So more than uh, more than any other session, this one's going to be one that's for pen and paper. And make sure you all grab your green tea. I don't think I've mentioned green tea in the last in the last five minutes, so it's about time. So one thing that's important to be aware of, and I say this time and time again, is that when we develop patterns. They often come from our childhood. So you can take a trip down memory lane to back when you were basically an infant. Because what we develop are patterns that come out of our unconscious, right? So we have an unconscious pattern, an unconscious belief when we're born that if I'm not loved, I won't survive. Right? We've all heard this before. Awesome reminder. If I'm not physically loved, I may die, right? Parents know it's called failure to thrive syndrome. And so as we grow up, we only have that one fear, right? The one fear, if I'm not loved, I won't survive. So what does a little a little child do, right, growing up ages of two, three, four, five years old? we run the same question in our unconscious mind of who do I need to be in order to achieve that love? That means my very survival? right? So therefore a baby will develop a bunch of different strategies, right? Cause when they're sitting there and they're crying and they're not getting the love and attention, right? They're just trying to get love and attention so they can survive. We try a bunch of different things in order to, to get that love. That means our very survival right or at least that attention so some babies they they develop the pattern of of uh being bored and they're not getting love so all of a sudden they'll cry and they'll cry extensively and they've learned unconsciously if i cry i get love and unconsciously the brain links if i cry i will survive right other babies deliberate other babies will um crying won't work but then all of a sudden they fall and they hit their head and the parent registers a very different level of scream right very different level and therefore you link if i hit my head and i have pain i get the love that means my very survival and bang I'm back in the game right there are many many different patterns that that children pick up in terms of what works to get the love and attention that, uh, that we crave. Obviously one of the patterns that worked, especially here in the Western world is achievement. We feel like as long as we achieve, we get that love that, that we crave, right? We get that attention from our, from our, our parents or whoever love we crave the most. So this is the key question that Tony Robbins will ask in every single one of his seminars. If you've ever been to a, a, seminar or if you've ever been to his in-person events whether it be upw or david destiny i've been to both they're awesome um you always ask yourself this question whose love did you crave the most growing up right it may have been a parent but it may also have been a grandparent or a family figure or someone that uh, you looked up to right whose love did you crave the most and always it's a key it's a key question because that will determine where your patterns have come from, where your patterns were instilled in you. All right. so the question is, whose love did you crave the most? So just be pay attention to that and take a trip back memory lane of when you were younger and see what comes up for you. Now, here's key question number two. Who did you have to be or what needed to happen for you to be loved, for you to get that attention? Did you have to be pretty, funny, clean, responsible? Or did you have to be successful, athletic, smart? Did you need to get good grades? Did you need to be kind to your other siblings? Who did you have to be in order to get that love, in order to get that, Love that you craved that to your unconscious mind meant you're very survival. This may be a question you want to ask yourself time and time again when you're in a different state, right? So whose love did you crave the most and what did you have to be or what did you have to do in order for them to get that love, in order for you to get that attention? Just take some time to write it down, take some time to think about it, take some time to meditate on it. Here's where it really gets interesting. In order to explain behaviors, in order to explain why we do what we do, Tony Robbins uses what's called the six human needs. Has anyone learned of the the six human needs? Maybe type in the chat box. Give me a yes or no who's who's heard of the the six human needs and who's dove in deep on that content. I know Irene's um, big on Tony Robbins as well. She says yes. Anyone else? This is where a pen and paper might come in handy because I'll run through the six human needs and what the, what it, how it can help you in terms of, um, in terms of moving forward and understanding these behaviour patterns. Apparently, some people are trying to jump on the call. <laughs> So, if you guys are ready, it is saying Maslow's needs. Now, this is different. It's a little bit of a different interpretation than Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, but this is this has been really key for me in understanding people's behaviour. The reason why I can coach um, really effectively is because I've studied this stuff in-depth time and time again and applied it in my own life and the reason why is because it explains perfectly why people do what they do and how to shift it. Because when you have a particular behaviour, if there's a particular pattern in your life, the pattern may be thoughts, patterns may be emotions, patterns may be behaviours, I can guarantee you if it is a pattern, it'll be meeting some of these needs. It'll be meeting some underlying unconscious needs that we all need to meet. And therefore, if you are meeting these needs and you are aware of which needs you're meeting, you can actually consciously choose to meet those same needs in different quality ways. So this is really, it's, it's in-depth stuff, but it pays huge dividends if you dive in deep and you actually apply this in your life. So I'll explain this. We have have really six human needs. And the first four are are called needs of the personality. And so everyone needs to meet these needs in some way. You need to have particular thoughts, beliefs, patterns, behaviours that meet these needs at some level. So the first need is one of certainty. So the need to be safe, the need to be comfortable, right? The need to be... Uh, you know in a place of in a place of uh, where you can predict right what's going to happen we all have the need for certainty right the need for certainty that we're going to be safe that everything's going to be okay that we're you know that we, we are aware who we are So we all have a need for certainty and safety and security right The second need that we all have that we always you know need to meet, is the need for variety because if you knew what was going to happen when it was going to happen right all of the time you'd be bored out of your mind right tony robbins says this all the time you'd be bored out of your mind if you knew what was going to happen when it was going to happen who was going to do what so your body needs variety right variety is the spice of life your body needs variety of emotions of thoughts of stimulus right of experiences so that's the second need the third is need for significance Right? the need to feel special, unique, important, right All the needs that make you feel like you are significant, right that you matter. The fourth need is love and connection. This one doesn't need a, a whole lot of explanation, but it's the connection that you, you have with others. right The love and connection you have with yourself, with others, with nature, with animals, that you know that overall connection and love. Now we all we need to all find ways to meet these needs right we all find ways to meet these needs even if you have to lie to yourself even if you have to do crazy things we always have to meet these we always meet these needs in some way right the question is are you meeting them in ways that are are neutral in ways that are destructive or in ways that are, are, are positive right constructive so Every single problem we have, every single problem that someone presents to me, every single problem you have in your life, if it is a pattern, I can guarantee you it is meeting one of these needs, one or more of these needs. So please repeat the list, Elise saying. So the, the four needs of the personality, the first four needs are, are certainty, right? Certainty, security, comfort, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Second is uncertainty or variety, right? Third is significance. So feeling unique, special, wanted. And then fourth is connection and love. We have Andrea who's written them down here. Awesome, thanks so much for that. So every pattern you have in your life will be meeting some of these needs, right? We'll be meeting some of these needs at some level. So, for example, if you have a pattern of, uh, I always give the, with my clients, I always give the example of um, depression. So, someone who has the pattern of depression will always be meeting these needs in some way. Now, how can you meet these needs? How can you meet these needs with depression? Well, if I'm depressed, if I'm sad, right, is it true that my unconscious brain can link when I get sad, I get attention? Of course. Right? so how how much can we see that if we have a pattern of depression that we get significance right how many people not only have a problem but they also say how big their problem is and how much bigger their problem is than any other person's problem clearly their, their pattern clearly their, their problem is meeting their need for significance and as they share their problem what are they doing they connect with other people And if they connect with other people, all of a sudden, even if the other person shuts them down, they find a way to connect with themselves by feeling sorry for themselves, right? What happens when you feel, uh, what happens when you feel like life's just bland, life's just going a certain way, it's very comfortable, very safe, but then you feel bored, your body needs variety, which is the second need. So going into depression can actually allow you to meet your need for variety, right? For the spice of different sensations, vibrations, even if it's sadness, even if it's sadness or anger, right? One huge pattern is that when people get sad, they can't feel sad forever, right? Cause the body needs variety. So what you'll find is what Tony calls a crazy ape. You'll go from sad to, to angry, right? and you can't be angry all of the time and angry hundred percent of the time so you go back to sadness and you go from sad to angry sad to angry And that's what's called the crazy eight you go in these cycles of emotions because the body needs variety right and your unconscious mind links problems to meeting these needs and it knows it'll meet your needs all of the time and that gives you a need for certainty it's like i know i can always go back to depression i know i can always go back to anger to meet these needs it gives you a need for a need for certainty as well so check this out with your problems in your life the problems in your life if you have a particular pattern or emotion or whatever it may be ask yourself the question what needs am i meeting what needs is this meeting Is it meeting my need for for certainty right is it meeting my need for variety is it meeting my need for significance is it meeting my need for love and connection and it will help you explain every single piece of pattern of behavior of yourself and others really dives in deep into this now they're the first needs that we we call human needs of the personality we all need to find ways to meet these needs uh, and and that shows up in our patterns. The last two needs that makes up the six human needs are needs of what we call the spirit, the spiritual needs. Not everyone meets these needs, but it's what leads to fulfilment. And that is growth, where right? we always need to be growing or we're dying. So growth is a huge piece of, of fulfilment. And the, the, the second need of the, of the spirit, which is the sixth human need, is contribution we always need to be serving we always need to be contributing to something beyond ourselves to run through these again six human needs first four needs of human personality certainty variety significance love connection right last two needs needs of needs of fulfillment needs of the spirit is always growth and contribution not everyone meets these needs but it's what leads to a fulfilling life now here's what's here's the question you can ask yourself. How is it that you meet every how is it that you meet these needs? Is it is it ways that are neutral, negative, or positive? Right? Do you meet these needs in a way that allows you to grow and contribute? Is another way to ask this. Your four needs of the personality, are you meeting these needs in ways that lead to growth and contribution? So for example, I'll give you, I'll give you a way in which you can use this. I started learning this about two, I probably started learning this about four years ago, four years ago when I started my coaching journey, four and a half years ago. I noticed in myself that I had a pattern. I was over in Canada. So I was in Canada for two years, but I hadn't really seen my family in a, in a while. But once I started learning this content, started diving in deep on myself, I started asking myself these questions. And I had a pattern of always um, picking fights with my sister. Always picking fights with my sister. I didn't know why. I had no clue. Then I asked myself this question of what needs am I meeting by always picking on my sister and picking fights and making fun of her. And so I started, I started recognizing that I was picking on her in order for me to feel significant Right? I would make fun of her, make fun of what she was doing or whatever it may be so that I would feel better about myself. my ego would feel better about myself. right? So not only did I get my need for significance, but I also got that connection right in a, in a poor quality way, but I got to connect that connection with her right? Not only that, but it was also variety. I was also meeting a need for variety. If my day was going boring, I could pick a fight with her and all of a sudden there'd be this stimulus and we'd get angry and, you know, I'd feel, you know, i feel rebellious in some way. And I always knew that was there, which offered my need for certainty. I always knew as soon as my life would go a certain way, if I wanted to meet those needs, I could meet those needs in a way, in, in a very low quality but very, uh, very certain way. So I was meeting a lot of needs meeting a lot of needs, uh, I was just meeting them in low-quality ways, right? Here's also the thing that you can uh, you can start to recognise in yourself. If a particular pattern in a form of thoughts, emotions, actions, whatever it may be, meets at least three of your needs, it becomes an addiction. Here's why people become addicted to depression, addicted to anxiety, addicted to doubt addicted to success addicted to food right addicted to smoking gambling whatever it may be it will always meet at least three of their needs not in high quality ways but in a way low quality ways so illy's saying what could food be fulfilling for people food's a big one right when you eat a when you have that need to go eat chocolate i love chocolate when I have a need to go eat chocolate, what does that do? It gives me variety, right? It gives me variety, and as it gives me variety, I always know it's going to be there. It gives me certainty. I always know it's going to be there. I always know it'll make me feel better, make me feel different. It may also make me feel guilty, right, or that I'm doing something wrong, which gives me variety, right? Plenty of ways. Can give you, like Richard said, love. Can definitely give you feelings of, of connection with yourself, connection with this moment, right? A lot of people are in their head the whole time. The only way they get into their body is if they do something like smoking or, f- or food or drinking. It right? gives them back to their present moment, gives them presence back to their body. A lot of people have linked love with food because they, they have the feelings of connection. When, whenever they were eating, they were with their family. So many different things. Now here's what I do with my sister and here's what you guys can do with yourself. The needs that you are meeting are the underlying reason why this pattern persists, right? Because you're meeting some needs what you can start to recognize is you can meet the exact same needs in higher quality ways. And therefore your unconscious mind won't have to go to the, the lower level behavior. We'll go to the higher level behavior because you'll now replace it by meeting the same needs, but also doing it in higher quality ways. So with my sister, I started learning all of this coaching stuff. And so when I moved back to Melbourne, I started meeting the same needs with my sister but by helping her right by helping her by serving by being loving the more I helped her you can see if I was using my coaching skills and all this knowledge and I was helping her while I'm helping what does that meaning needs of connection needs of love while I'm helping I'm feeling significant like I matter right it gives me variety because who knows what's going to happen right when I'm if I'm coaching her or, or teaching this sort of stuff offers a lot of variety offers a lot of certainty I can always help I can always do this but here's the beauty I meet these needs in ways that lead to growth and contribution I'm meeting the needs in a way that leads to me growing And to um, serving something beyond myself. I can honestly say in four and a half years since I've been back, I haven't had a fight with her once. Not once. And it used to be a huge pattern of just picking on her and doing these crazy things because I was meeting those needs. I've not had a fight with her in in four and a half years since I've been back from Canada. And um, our relationship is completely different. Completely different. And even when... I catch myself sometimes at picking on her. Um, sometimes she shifts that. Right? Because she can see that it's not me. And our relationship, her relationship with me has completely changed. Because I shifted the way I was meeting my needs. She also created a shift as a byproduct of that. Now you can apply this to how you're building your business, for example. How you're relating to your loved ones, for example how you relate to yourself through your emotional patterns of doubt, fear, worry, whatever it may be. This is why I find when I, when you, when you, this is why I'm a huge believer in spirituality. And when you build your business to focus on serving, focus on contribution, focus on growth, focus on love, because when you do that, all the other needs will be met instantaneously. As long as you focus on love growth and contribution, those three high quality needs your needs of certainty variety and significance the other ones are met instantaneously in high quality ways so let me ask you this if you wake up you're in bed you wake up you put your feet on the floor and you know that day you're going to feel huge levels of love right you're going to focus on loving as much as you can You're focusing on growth and feeling like you're growing spiritually, you know, uh, personally, in your relationships, in your business, you're you're growing. And then you're focused on how much you can contribute. Asking yourself the question of how may I serve? And focusing on, on contributing to something beyond yourself. If you live that way, wholeheartedly, how certain will you feel that your life is going to be okay? How much variety does that offer? Right, especially if you're growing. And three, how significant do you feel? How important, unique, special will you feel when you live with those virtues and from those values? They're all met, but they're met in high quality ways, completely different. So you're meeting the same needs, just in different ways that lead to growth and contribution. And you can completely transform any pattern as long as you as long as you apply as long as you apply this right here's another quality question you want to ask yourself when you start to understand these six human needs which ones are your core driving needs it's generally it's generally two two of these needs are generally ones that you uh you value over the others so some people need certainty and significance right there their core needs And that drives them in a completely different direction than someone who values variety and love, right? You can see just that blueprint alone will shift completely, right? Your direction of your life. So what are your driving needs? What ones out of the six human needs, which do you value the most? Which ones do you place as a, as a a hierarchy in front of the others? That's a key, key question. Here's what I've learned in my time of, of coaching all of you guys is that if you value certainty and significance as the top, you're in for a world of hurt. You're in for a world of hurt. If you value certainty and significance above the others, and that's where modern day business is built, right? That's why I'm so passionate about introducing spirituality, angel wisdom into modern day business. Cause I find modern day business in terms of what we're learning now and in terms of sales and marketing and business building is built on certainty and significance, right? It's let me find a a certain way to get there that I know it's going to work and let me reach a level of uh, a level of status that's going to make me feel enough. It's going to make me feel special or unique, right? They're the ways of the ego, which is all beautiful but it's not in your expansion that's going to lead to waves of growth and contribution, right? Especially if you have a calling where you want to contribute, I'm sure you can see if you have a calling that's pulling you and you can feel that, that journey is going to, is going to require a lot of growth, right? Cause you have to drop some egoic patterns along the way. If you feel this, but you value growth and contribution and love, you're going to go down that path wholeheartedly because they're your values but if you're being pulled by your heart that says leave this job that says end this relationship that says create this content build this business and you value certainty over everything else right it just it, it won't it won't match up right you'll be delaying it you'll be that's when you offer a lot of doubt right a lot of frustration a lot of fear because your brain links if I have doubt I don't have to do any of that as long as I have doubt and as long as I have the problems I don't have to get outside my comfort zone right I can stay inside my comfort zone and tell myself the story oh it's not that it's not that I'm not enough right? It's not that I'm not enough. It's just that I have this problem that I can't overcome yet. So there's, so I don't need to get outside my comfort zone right now. Can you start to see these patterns within yourself, right? And start to notice them without judgment, but just notice them from the observer, the observer point of view. I see this all the time. When I have a, a when I was building my, my business and getting outside all these, uh, and getting into a lot of content creation, I had the belief like I needed to make it first, I need to build a successful business before I release content. So then I prove to myself that I, I'm worthy or that I have credibility. Right? When I sit down and I actually sit there and say, Okay, what needs am I meeting by that? I can start to see that I'm lying to myself. And I'm using that as an excuse. But I'm saying, Oh, I have all this fear and doubt and I can't do it yet. Because I can't tell myself. That I'm not enough so I say I'm not I can't do that yet because I'm not ready I have this fear that I'm overcoming right so some really key questions here always comes back to your ask yourself the key questions of your childhood whose love did you crave the most right who did you have to be for that person in order to feel enough special in order to feel worthy or in order to feel loved and ask yourself how does that transfer into your patterns now right how did you develop those patterns and what needs are they meeting what needs are they meeting and then not only that but how can you meet those exact same needs in a higher quality way your behavior will shift your emotions will shift every pattern that you want to see in your life shift will when you apply this it's just the core fundamentals of human personality and, and and, uh, and you know, idea of how you build patterns. And then once you do that, you can start to see where am I, you know, previously, where was I valuing these different, these, diff- these six human needs? What was my criteria? What was my, the ways in which I was meeting that earlier, right? What was my driving needs, my two driving needs? How can I shift that? In order to accomplish what I want to accomplish and in order to become who I want to become, what do my top two need to be? All right? What do they need to be? Love, growth, contribution, significance, variety, certainty. I'm sure you can see this is its a deep question, but it's something that you can start to pull towards. It's something you can really start to dive in deep on, which is why I always highly encourage pen and paper, right, to just write it down. Study it in depth. Now, does anyone have any questions that come up? I just assume you're all just locked in and, 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 and learning this. And uh, in reality, you're probably all just like not even paying attention to what I'm saying. You're just like, what the hell Tyson going on about now? Which is beautiful. Rich is loving it. Illy is loving it. Awesome. Definitely coincides with healing the inner child, yes. Laura's loving it, Andrea. Awesome. Cool. So everyone just take a deep breath for the moment. Just breathe in deep. The reason why I wanna breathe in deep and just center ourselves is because there's a lot of content here, there's a lot of information, a lot of things going on. Uh, You can obviously watch the recording here on on YouTube and things like that, but just breathe in deep and just really start to pay close attention to what you feel. Because what matters more than understanding this intellectually is understanding it physically. It's what happens in your body when you learn this so just give yourself the time to just breathe in deep and while you're breathing also notice your heart pay attention to your heart pay attention to this thing that's beating your heart this energy that provides life that allows you to go on this journey just breathe and just allow this to sink in whatever needs to sink in will Just be there for that inner child that meets these needs in low-quality ways because they don't actually have the knowledge that you do now. They were meeting these needs in a way that made sense to them at the time, that was in their highest alignment at the time. Breathe for this inner child that just wants to be seen, that just wants to be loved, that just wants to be understood, that just wants to be heard. Imagine this five-year-old on your lap where they just feel scared, they just feel lost, they feel stuck, they feel insignificant, whatever it may be. Hold space for that. Recognise why these patterns have formed. I was on a coaching session a couple a couple days ago. We dove deep into this in terms of every single pattern, every single pattern you feel, every single pattern you have meets needs in some way. Meets your needs in some way. It's there. It, it, it initially uh, conditioned itself from a positive intent. An initial positive intent to feel enough, to feel loved, to feel secure, to feel safe, to feel significant. Just be there, be there for that side of you. Just continue to breathe. Just feel it, feel your heart, feel your body. This is the real journey. This is the real work. And you can learn that you can start to shift any pattern, any pattern you have that's going to lead to your growth. Not only your growth internally, but also the contribution you want to make in the world. Just learning, having this deeper level of awareness will allow you to do that. So thank you for being here live. I'm glad you got a lot of, uh, a lot of information here. Yeah. Love the comments. Lots to look into. Awesome stuff guys. If you love this type of stuff, I might, uh, I might, I might start to talk more on it and to go, Dive in deep on, on a lot of this and, and give you guys some different exercises. So I know a lot of you have uh, Have this in your calendar. but This is the same time Same time each each week same day same time um, So if you want to learn more on this, I'm definitely uh, definitely keen to explore just let me know what will really help and we can uh, we can do that Irene, thanks for connecting the pattern six needs. with a lot of, it yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. And that's why I love doing this. Whatever I study, whatever I learn, whatever I, whatever pours out of me in my meditations and in my learnings, um, I just love pouring it out to you guys and just love being there for you guys and, and helping all of this make sense in terms of uh, business and in terms of helping you achieve what you want to achieve, whether it be financially, whether it be in terms of uh, something on social media, whatever you want to do. Um, This is this is the real journey, Richard. I can really help people with this. Yeah, Laura. This is how I want to do business for sure. Authentic, real service. Absolutely, absolutely. This is the only place to do it. Right. That's why I found it's so different. People are wanting to build business from a place of safety, a place of certainty. They want to have a secure outcome. They want to know all of the steps. That just thrives from certainty. Right? When you're operating from a place of certainty, it's not growth, it's not contribution, right? And it's definitely not from a place of your highest love. Right? It's coming from a place of certainty, which is I want to do this to be safe. Following here doesn't is never safe to your ego it's never safe to your ego you have to let it go of a lot of patterns and that's why i found once i started meditating for two hours a day and just doing it in silence and all that fell away i was able to follow my heart with more authenticity more vulnerability so i've melted away the side of me that needs security that needs safety especially leaving my job right i melted away that side of me that needs that certainty and safety and security which allows me to then lead with my heart with more uncertainty more variety more spice more vulnerability right it's really key ways it's just it's just me shifting how i'm meeting my needs and shifting which needs i value most and trust me once you come from a place of love growth and contribution all the other all the other needs are met in high quality ways and you'll start to see your patterns shift start to see your patterns start to just dissolve because they don't need to be there anymore. You've already got your needs met in high quality ways. Richard, men spend so much time trying to understand women. Yeah, in relationships. but never take time to understand themselves. You got it. I feel that following my heart is more certain because I can trust spirit. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So here's the thing. This is what I call the flip. Once you actually authentic, authentic, what am I saying? Authentically follow your heart. You'll actually find that's the real security, and the security that you were operating from before, in terms of your ego, was all an illusion. For example, when I left, I left my job. It was hard to leave from my ego because I needed a consistent paycheck to be secure. What are we learning now being in COVID-19? That was was all an illusion, right? That was all an illusion. That was not security. That was not certainty. That was not safe anymore, right? But now that I'm following my heart full-time, it actually feels really safe, like Irene's saying, because I'm, I'm now in a deep knowing that whatever happens is meant to happen and I'm on my path. That, to me, feels more safe and more secure through the uncertainty, right? You can feel that. You can feel it in yourself. When you're following your heart full-time, taking your scary leaps, there's an undercurrent of actual safety because you know you're following what you're meant to be doing. That's why you're meeting your needs for certainty, uncertainty, and significance in higher quality ways, right? Because you're you're just valuing love, growth, and contribution. And if your growth is, is following your heart, taking some scary leaps, trust me, you will contribute beyond yourself, high quality levels. And um, it actually does feel safe. It feels safe in your heart when you're, when you're leaping from that place, but it feels scary to your mind, your egoic patterns. Any other questions come up, guys, before we, before we finish up? More than happy to um, answer anything that comes up for you if not you know where to find the recording you know where to find me i'm keen to explore this stuff Richard says was there a process for for diving into these all those questions um i learned all of this uh through studying tony robbins and doing all my coaching training and stuff like that i've actually made my own models for bringing up these issues and stuff like that. I've coupled it with spirituality. Um, So it's really finding a way that works for you, right? Really finding a way that works for you. I sort of broke it down in a way just then that not many people would explain in terms of your patterns, in terms of um, shifting them and then in terms of following your heart, in terms of business or whatever it may be and especially spirituality. so i've created my own models and my own um, my own sort of ways to, to execute this but there's yeah there's, it's just understanding truth and then understanding how you how it expands to you as well i'm more than happy more than happy to help you guys any other questions if you want the particular if you want a particular step by step like I said, I, I laid out some key questions here. So you can go back and, and listen or or, um, or write them down and just ask yourself these questions time and time again. <clears throat> Other than that, guys, it's been a pleasure. Always love these calls. Always love to um, to hear from you and always love to see that you guys are jumping on each week and uh, i willing to engage and willing to do this inner work. That's, that's why I'm here. Why I'm here is to help and... Uh, it's it's really cool that you guys are not only doing this but you're helping me with my with my content uh, definitely sharing your support I'm loving seeing you guys in the group loving seeing you on all my posts and engagements things like that it means the world to me and as long as uh, as long as I'm helping as long as I'm creating a, creating the path for you guys to move forward and follow your heart then this is what I'm here for so thanks so much guys it's been an absolute pleasure I'm glad you got a lot out of it awesome have a great uh have a great rest of your week guys take care thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast if you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute you might want to come join us over on the online facebook community called connect contribute collaborate